Hi, I'm Christine Burrow, and you decide if that makes sense. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon. Karibu sana and welcome to this space. Welcome to the podcast where you decide if that makes sense. I am Christine Boro. I realized I rarely tell you who I am or what my name is. <laughs> it's based on the assumption that you know who I am. Well, I am Christine Boro. I am a student. I am a lover of life. I love daisies with everything in my heart. I love people, not everybody, but yeah, I, I like people generally. I <laughs> I'm very opinionated, hence the podcast, but I don't like shoving my opinions down people's throats, so I just give it to you and you decide if that makes sense, hence this podcast. So that kind of explains why the podcast is called If That Makes Sense. I know a number of people, actually not a number, but like three, four, five, so that's a number. <laughs> I've tried to figure out what If That Makes Sense is about. That's basically it. I know sometimes there's content out there and you really, really want to give your opinion, but you want it to be gospel truth. And I don't really believe in that. But again, everybody is entitled to an opinion, right? Today's message, today's topic, today's conversation has got me completely worked up. You guys have no idea how, as I was doing all of this, I literally got pissed off because I was doing my research, watching videos, reading some articles. And I was thinking, how are people able to say things like that? or say things like this without considering other people without anyway let's just dive right into it before i start having a monologue here now today i want to talk to people about feminism i want to talk to people a bit more about sexual harassment i hope you listened to last week's episode please give me feedback on what you thought about last episode this allows me to see what other people's opinion is on particular topics so today's topic like i've said is still gonna be about sexual harassment but i want to dissect what people think about feminism to get deep into it and to probably enlighten a few people about what feminism is about and we're also gonna have the discussion about dj joe mfalme shafi and neville that conversation has got me so worked up and it's not really what they said. I mean, it is what they said and that has been dealt with. My issue is the response that Kenyans have to what they said. There are people out here who are saying things and I cannot believe that this is what they're saying. I want people to understand or I'd really like it if people understood that feminism is not a movement against men. That is not the definition of feminism. I think I mentioned it again when I was talking about sexual harassment. And I think I have talked about this so many times with so many people. That feminism is not a movement against men. Feminism is basically wanting equal opportunities for women. Period. As feminists, we are not saying that we want to take up all the positions that the men have. That we are against men leading. That maybe women should also lead. That maybe... Yes, maybe women should also live because we are as capable. I want to put it like this. If there is an interview, if maybe there's a job that um, is out there and you guys need to hire people and there are 10 applicants and I am the woman, do not see my CV and just write me off because I'm a woman. That is what, as a feminist, I'm trying to say. 
do not write me off because I'm a woman and only men can do this job. Say it's something like IT. And actually, let me mention some fields that we've come to realize that women so easily are written, are written off so easily because they are just women. Fields like IT, fields to do with cars or understanding cars, fields to do with like the technicality of sound and everything, fields to do with politics and math and women are written off so quickly because apparently I'm a woman and I don't know these things. So as a feminist, all I'm asking is don't take away the position from a man and give it to me because I'm a woman. Give me the opportunity to show you that even I know about this. I'm not saying the man doesn't know. He knows. But ata mimi, ninajua. So at least give me the chance to compete with this guy. Feminism is also not trying to tell you ati where it's a sports-related thing or to feminine jengo because we have our physical limitations. As a feminist, I'm not trying to say that ati women should also be taken to mjengo and do the work. If I say I want to do the work, allow me to try and do it. Don't just look at me and tell me, you're a woman, you shouldn't be here. Who says I shouldn't be here? If I feel I'm physically capable, allow me to. But if I tell you I am not physically capable to do it, don't start using feminism against me. And especially this statement, what a man can do, a woman can do. It's true. And that's 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 kind of the idea about feminism. But don't use that statement against me when I tell you I can't do something. Don't start saying, I say I thought what a man can do, a woman can do. Not necessarily. There are things I can't do. I, for one, know I can't carry bricks. I know I can't do that. So if I tell you I can't do that, don't start using my feminism against me. It it can be very confusing and I understand that. And that is why sometimes I try to give so much grace to people who don't completely understand it. But for me, that grace has a limit. Because there are things guys do, there are things some other women do. And when I say some other women, yes, there are women who are against feminism. There are women who believe that women should just stay at home, that women should just not do particular things because it is not our position. Once again, driving the point that feminism has never been about men versus women because there are women out here who are also against feminism but anyway back to what i was saying there are situations we get to where somebody talks to you about something and you can tell clearly you're just undermining me because i'm a woman and this undermining can be put in one word mansplaining but this is undermining based on now a conversation and i want to tell you guys what mansplaining is mansplaining is where you're explaining something to a woman or to another person but it's mostly in this context let me say a woman as if she doesn't know it let me give you an example we're talking about politics and i probably know a lot about politics but because i'm a woman you think i don't so you start telling me oh you know this is how the government works and i've not said i don't know you've just started explaining it to me like i know nothing or recently let me give you an example recently i've really gotten into formula one it is amazing we're in we're on race season and it's super exciting and everything so say for example you don't know i know about formula one I'm sure even right now when I've talked about Formula 1, somebody is surprised, like, what, for real? That is what society has made us think, that women know nothing about cars, women know nothing about politics, women know nothing about um, 
technology sometimes that the men know better and i know scientifically people will try and say scientifically a woman is less likely to understand this and this and this and this but less likely does not necessarily mean i know zero another example of mansplaining we're talking about f1 and i have not said i don't know anything or i say something i give a concept about it and then someone else a guy for example or maybe even a woman but like i said mansplaining is mostly guys who do it a guy starts telling me also oh, let me explain to you you see like for example mercedes the reason why this guy has to go ahead of this guy is because of i didn't say i don't know so why are you explaining it to me like that and you're trying to undermine me that's what mansplaining is and these are the things that as feminists we think should change so do you understand we are not saying that we do not want men in the picture in anything we just want you to treat us equally and once again it is not a movement against men because there are women who do the same thing to us there are women who will sit at a panel and are the ones picking people for the job and will be very quick to say no let's not pick women they can't handle it yes there are women who are like that there are women who believe that women cannot take particular positions because we are too emotional, because we have to take care of our homes and our children. There's an interview I had seen once upon a time where a lady was being asked questions and she was mostly being asked questions like, how are you balancing being a wife? How are you balancing being a mother? How are you balancing taking care of your home? And she was bold enough to ask, I hope you're going to ask the same questions to the men. I think most of you have probably seen that. And that's what feminism is about, trying to make you understand that as a woman, I know my responsibilities, but that doesn't mean I can't do other things, you know? As a woman, I want to be given the opportunity to do things that men can do. If I am capable, allow me to do it. You know what feminism is? Anti-anti-misogyny. Anti the fact that guys can do anything and guys should be able to do whatever they want, but us, we can't do anything. So that is what feminism is about. And all this is leading to the HBR story, the story of Shafi, the story of um, DJ Jumfalme, the story of Neville. We are getting there. I just want people to understand that feminism, <laughs> I just saw the other day, recently too, somebody posted how feminism has started suppressing um the freedom of speech feminism has made men not be able to express themselves feminism is just trying to make men be undermined i do not see why you see it like that for people to understand that feminism is not against men because you were probably told by somebody else that feminism is about men and that is just your gospel truth that is all you want to know so the moment somebody tries to tell you that actually it could be this or this, it could be there's a very different definition to feminism, you don't want to hear it. Because according to you, getting a different opinion is showing defeat. According to you, your first opinion is correct and nothing else can be correct. You realize that that is how we are, very many of us. And that's just the wrong way of thinking. I want to give it to you like this. This is going to be my example. Say all your life you've known that floors are made of wood. All your life you've known a floor. The definition of a floor is a wooden surface where you step on. 
Then somebody comes and tells you, but their floor can also be a tiled surface where there are tiles. But their floor can also be made of marble. But their floor can also be made of mkekawambao. Um, I don't know what mkekawambao is in English. So yeah. Now how society is or how most of us have been trained is the first definition is always correct. Always. It will always be correct. So now when someone else tries to introduce a different concept or to try and make you understand that, by the way, there is diversity as to what a flaw is, you don't want to hear that. It's the same with feminism. Many people have been told that feminism is a movement against men. So when you try to explain to them that that's not necessarily what, not even necessarily, that is not what feminism is, they don't want to hear it. So that is one of the reasons I feel like people do not want to understand feminism because they were told one thing and that is all they want to understand. The second thing is we are so scared of changing our perspective or changing our opinions because you feel like people will think you do not have a stable train of thought or you just you just don't know what you're saying what am i trying to say for example you were really anti-feminism kitambo you really believe that feminism is being against men and that's all it is and then somebody tells you that feminism is actually women trying to get fair opportunities for themselves so now you've told all your friends how you're anti-feminism so you're thinking i if i start not telling them i'm pro-feminism what will they think about me they'll think i really have no idea what i'm talking about i'm too wishy-washy is it so bad that you have now been enlightened is it so bad that now you know what the truth is I have friends and I know people who have had this conversation with and they've come to understand what feminism is. But when we go out there with other people, they're against feminism. Yet you've already been enlightened. But still, because people know you're against feminism, you don't want to change that aspect about yourself. You don't want to look like you're wishy-washy. So you just stick to the same thing. And it's very frustrating. Esther Kazungu mentioned something on Instagram how she's slowly starting to realize who the people in her life are. And after the sexual harassment stories and the story about the lady who was raped and killed, you see what your friends are commenting and you ask yourself, so that means if anything happened to me and I came and told you, you'd blame me. And let me tell you guys, I have really started seeing the same, same thing in my circles. There are people now I know if anything ever happened to me, maybe in face value, they'd come and tell me they're really sorry and it's going to be okay. But out there, they're going to blame me. They're going to say she should not have been there. She should not put herself in that situation. Which now brings me to the DJ Jong Falme, Shafi Weru and Neville story. This lady called Mwende, let me start there. And I'm going to put her soundbite or something she said it was it was a video she made in her car and she said something and i the entire time i, I just kept getting pissed off but you guys just listen to it first of all i'm Wende and i'm here to dissect the toxic feminism in this whole dj jong falme and shafiweru issue number one there's no point where shafiweru or dj jong falme said that they support rape or gender-based violence number two they say that every parent should be telling their children right now stop trusting strangers Stop trusting strangers. Number three, they say that every parent should be telling their daughters, stop using a man's money and gifts and leading him on if you're not going to be with him. Number four, as an adult woman, you take a man's money, you take his gifts, you go to his house, you've been leading him on for weeks. What do you expect? 
did you expect to watch cartoons? Men use money to get love. And if you wouldn't give him that love, don't take the money from the beginning. Just let it go. He's not your father. He's not responsible for sponsoring your lifestyle. Number five. These toxic feminists don't want to emasculate the boy child. So what? Shakiro has to be fired because he has an because he has an opinion that's actually the truth. We refuse for you to emasculate the boy child. I refuse to raise my son in a world where he will be fired for saying the truth, for speaking the truth. Number six. Toxic feminists don't want to be accountable. So will you blame yourself for the maga? This toxic feminist will probably blame the government. Everybody has a right to opinion. And we are not seeking. And these toxic feminists want superiority. They don't to refuse it with the strongest terms possible. So if you're bitter about men, go get yourself a man. And stop using men for money. Get your own money. So Wanda thinks that Kina Shafi were just giving their opinion. And what is the opinion Kina Shafi made? This is also what Kina Shafi said. I won't play it because I'm, I'm sure many of you have heard it. But basically, this is what he said. He said that women are too available, too loose, too willing, too desperate. And that is why they get themselves caught up in this situation. What situation is this? The situation of someone like Eunice, who was 20 years old, went to meet a guy in town, some building... Um, and they went into the room and stuff happened and he tried to make a move on her. Get this. He tried to make a move on her. She refused his advances. He threw her off the 12th floor of the building. And according to Shafi, she should not have taken herself there. She is too available, too loose, too willing, too desperate. And that is why she got herself in this situation. Now, Mwende believes... That what Shafi said and what Kina Joe was saying is that we as women should stop trusting strangers. True, we should stop tr trusting strangers because not everybody has the best of intentions for you. That women should stop using men's money, leading them on, taking their gifts, going to their houses and expect that you're just going to watch cartoons. You should stop doing that because, because, because Men use money to get love. As she said all of that, I, I actually asked myself, so you're trying to tell me that if he... Remember, we are not married, first of all. We are dating. So even when we are date, dating, and I'd like people like Monde and anyone with that strain of thought to explain to me, even when we are dating, if you take me out, if you buy me stuff... When we're dating, yeah, I'm leading you on because maybe I'm very interested in you. But if I do all of that stuff and like Eunice, we decide to go somewhere and now you want to kiss me or you want to touch me or you want to sleep with me because you've done all that for me, you're trying to tell me that you have the right to sleep with me. That all these things have warranted you or have granted you the, the permission to do whatever you want with me because you've taken me out. Because you've bought me stuff. Is that what people like Mwende are trying to say? That the fact that you've taken me out, now you have all the permission to do whatever it is you want to do to me. So what happens to consent? So I'm just an object, right? 
is i really hope that's that's what she was saying because if not then she's confusing me honestly so you're trying to tell me that if a guy does all these things for you he has a hundred percent consent even before he has asked me so it was okay for Eunice to be pushed out of the 12th floor of a building even if she said no so consent is guaranteed as long as you buy stuff for me is that what you're trying to tell us and i really hope that that's what people understand was our issue with that particular conversation with kina shafi the fact that they made it okay for this guy to push her out of the building or to push her off the building be even after she said no i hope you realize that that is our issue with that conversation that what they said and how they said it meant yani it was equal to saying that if you've done all these things for me and the fact that i'm in this position with you and then i refuse your advances and i basically tell you no it's okay for you to throw me out of the building and why do i say that because he said this is how we get ourselves in these situations our issue is not the fact that she went to this place with this guy because we know very well people aren't as amazing out here you could think somebody has the best intentions for you and this already happened to Eunice but are we really going to ignore the fact that what this guy did was wrong that is our fight here the fact that what he did was wrong and Eunice did not warrant herself to be thrown out of a building after saying no to somebody I don't see how this conversation can be going in any other direction. When someone like Mwende says that women we should stop using men for money and expecting that they won't want something or men use money to get love. So Mwende are you trying to tell us that if a man drives you from one place to another, buys you good things, buys you whatever and whatever and whatever, that is automatically consent? And I wanted to take this conversation or not even the conversation the situation differently. So them they were in a secluded area, yeah? So you're trying to tell me that she sh- what else did she expect? You know? That's what you're trying to say. What else did she expect? Of course he don't to sleep with her. Okay, fine. So let's come to town Basi. You take me to Java somewhere in town and you're into PDA and you want to kiss me and you want to touch me and I say no. Yeah, we've gone for a few dates. Yeah, you know I like you. We probably like each other, but I say no in a particular situation. I'm just like, no, I'm not comfortable. So you can slap me now. Now you can slap me because all these other things I've done guaranteed consent for you to do whatever the hell you want with me. There's a video I'd posted a while back, and I think a few other people also had posted it about consent. Consent, as the video said, is like making a cup of tea. You could make me a cup of tea and then I change my mind and I say I don't want tea anymore. Yes, you'll get pissed off. But that doesn't allow you to shove that tea down my throat. That doesn't allow you to have sex with me, to touch me, to do whatever you want with me because I've said no. To throw me off a freaking building because I've said no. Another way, I could just say no to your cup of tea. And when I say no it's no don't make the tea for me don't try to do anything for me you will be disappointed it's true but I've said no and many 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 other ways they explained consent so when I watched Mondes video and when you listen to what she has said I have no way of explaining how she could say something like that and feel like it's okay for women to be treated however 
just because you disappointed somebody. So because I disappointed you, it's okay for me to be thrown off a building. Because I disappointed you, it's okay for you to do whatever you want with me. Yes, those were Shafi's. That was Shafi Weru's and DJ Jumfalme's point of view. But we say no, as we don't think that's how things should be. She moves on to say, my God, <laughs> she moves on to say that, for example, you can't be walking around globe, usiku, and then you're mugged, and then you start blaming the mugger that it's your fault. <laughs> you know that when she said that, I just could not believe it. So you're trying to tell me, okay, this is what this is basically what you're trying to tell us, yeah? That um Magas and rapists are part of our society and that we all live in a shift. So day shift ni asisi wananchi who are not supposed to be stolen from. So the magas and the rapists and all of those people should stay in the house. And then at night, it is their time. So if me, the person who's uh, out on day shift living my life, collides with the magas' time, collides with the rapists' hours, na awazao unataka kuniambia nini mwende ni kwanzia 9 o'clock, right? So kutoka 9 o'clock to like 4 in the morning, it is now the magas and the rapists and the sodomizers' time. So if I collide into their time, from that time, it's my fault. Because this is what she said. She said if you're in at Globe at around 10 o'clock, now we be where? Somehow it's your fault. So that's what you're telling us. So we have agreed. Magas are part of our society and they should be very well incorporated into it. Rapists are part of our society. They should be very well incorporated into this society. So as much as you can, ikifika time yao, which is usiku, don't show up at night. Do not. Don't show up at night because it is their time and anything that is done to you is your fault. Because what they're doing is not wrong. That's what you're trying to tell us, yeah? Because what they're doing is not wrong. It's just that you, if you don't want it to happen to you, you just stay at home. Yes, we know very well that these people are part of our society, but we refuse to say that it is okay for them to do what they're doing. Because you know what, Mwende and the people like Mwende you're doing, you are enabling them. That's what you're doing. And to Mwende and anybody else who says things like that, you are enabling them. And God forbid your sister, your mother, your aunt, your uncle, your brother, your father, your friend is hurt, is raped, is sexually assaulted. God forbid it happens. I'd really like to hear what you say about it. God forbid a radio presenter talks about you or your friend or your mother or your brother or your father or your sister on national radio and tries to portray you as the person who should have done this and that and this and that so that this and that and this and that does not happen to you god forbid it happens to you or somebody you know then i'd like to hear how you spin that story because i feel like sometimes we are so selfish because seem to najua you feel like ah it's okay angefanya hivi angefanya hivyo let's let's God forbid it happens to them. But lem, I'd, I'd really, really like to. And even the people on social media, kwa status, Instagram stories, Instagram DMs, Twitter, all of you who are really, really pro or taking care of yourself, and I'm putting this in quotes, taking care of yourself, because it is who died and made me the moral police for people. So I'm not supposed to live my life because I'm supposed to be making sure I am not causing somebody not to have self-control that's for me to do 
So I shouldn't live my life because everything I do is gonna tempt somebody. I know I should take care of myself, but that doesn't make it okay for you to do what you're doing. So are you trying to tell us that we should just accept it and sit down and tell ourselves, you know what, as a woman, I'm an object. So if a guy tells me to do this and to do that, I should. If not, um, I am I'm the one to be blamed. Is that what you're trying to tell us? I think it's a high time we become very, very accountable for the things we say. You know, away from even the globe situation, let's use another example. You're in town, you're wearing your best jeans, looking amazing, looking pretty. Someone comes and touches your bum. Or for a guy, you're wearing sweatpants and someone comes and touches your groin area. How is that your fault? Because you know what will happen, weirdly enough, or people like Mwende, this is what they will tell you, why were you wearing exposing things like that, even you? What did you expect? Or for example, you go out on a date with somebody. This is probably your second or third date. You guys like each other, but you have your limits. And then he starts putting his hands through your skirt. Or a woman starts touching, again, as a guy, she's touching your groin area. She's touching you in very sexual ways. You want to tell me that night's my fault? So now it's the fault of the person for dressing the way they've dressed because if you dress like that and um, I've been taking you out and we've been doing things together, I am guaranteed consent. A hundred percent, it's always going to be yes. Whenever I want it, however I want it, that's how it's always going to be. Is that what you're telling us? So if somebody does not agree with what I'm saying, listen to Mwende's, um video again. I've put the soundbite on this episode, just go back a few seconds or minutes. And I get so disappointed when I hear women speaking like that. The fact that you can blame someone like that, it makes no sense to me. It really doesn't. And whenever there's any act of violence or any act of defilement to somebody else, there should be no other conversation around it. Fact is, you've done something wrong to somebody, you have done something wrong to somebody, period. to, oh, maybe he did, oh, maybe he didn't. Because if I ask like Mwende, so you're trying to say her being thrown off the building was okay. Is that what you're trying to say? Because anytime you try and gather up something else from that conversation, you take the attention out of the, away from the victim, sorry. You take the attention away from the victim. And you know what? Some of us are not into that at all. And that is why we will use every platform we have to make people understand that it is not okay to talk about people like that. It is not okay to treat people like that. It, it is not okay for people to treat people the way they feel they can because they have an upper hand. It's not okay. I will end this episode here. I know... You probably did not agree with me or you probably agreed with me. But at the end of the day, what is wrong is wrong. And there should be no debate about that. What is wrong is wrong. It's so sad to see that people don't see it like that. And I know everybody has their opinion. And like I said, this is the space where you decide if that makes sense. If it made sense to you, great. If it didn't make sense to you, that's okay. But that's my opinion. I think... We are tolerating a lot of crap because we think it's okay. And I don't think it's okay. And yeah. (laughs) I hope you guys have an amazing week. I will end this episode here. See you again next week or rather hear you again. (laughs) 
next week we've had another amazing episode and thank you so much for the support thank you for sharing this episode because i know you will share it please share it right now so thank you so much for all the support for the sharing for the comments asante sana and for the analytics we are getting bigger and bigger the audience is growing every single week and i'm super grateful for that have a lovely week ahead